What's good, everybody? You are now in the mix. It's your big dog, Kid Six. Shout out finest Carlton, your dig, and your girl, Leah, aka the therapist, aka Blank Man himself. Blank Man. Figure out, you know, I figured you like that, so I might as well just keep it flowing. Gotta stay consistent with it, you know? Um, This is episode 23, MJ episode. And what better way to make this episode with, with, with some good shop talk for tonight? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I gotta. Hit my I hit him with the fadeaway real quick, and then of fade course away. you know we, we we sponsored by the good old black owned businesses of Sour Life Clothing Line as well as Rich King Brand. Fall season is here, so you guys might as well just go and follow and purchase. Damn, y'all would y'all say it's officially hoodie season? It's definitely hoodie season. Actually, next week the twenty second is the official first day of fall. Nah, but the weather this but week weather, is yeah. officially yeah. hoodie season. Yeah, <laughs> you got a little nippy out there, bro. Definitely did. did. Like, out of nowhere. Hit us mm -hmm. real quick. Y'all thinking it's going to be a cold summer? I mean, cold summer. Cold winter? Cold right. <laughs> Damn. I, I don't know. Honestly. It's always cold, yeah. I mean, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't that. We didn't have a lot of snow, but it was cold. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I recall maybe 2018, it was December, and I was standing outside my crib in Chicago in shorts and a t-shirt, and it was like 90 degrees. Oh, yeah, no, these last couple of I feel like it's been cold. I don't know. It's going to be different, man. No, it's a different cold in Chicago anyway, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. 90 degrees ain't it in December. That's unheard of. Yeah. Right. That's a whole fact, man. So, you know, we're going to jump right into what you're mixing up. Because the NFL did kick off over the weekend. And I believe this might be a first for all three of us. Because all three of our teams won in week one. Yeah, that's Baltimore fact. Ravens, they kicked ass against the Browns. Whoa. But, I mean, what do you expect? It's the Browns. Trash. Your Chicago Bears. They're not borderline trash. See, they trash. Cool. Your Chicago <laughs> Bears, they actually won. It means the same thing. But I feel like I feel I feel I feel like God must have you know heard the show oh, yeah. last week yeah. and, and yeah. your comments about the Bears and yeah. offensively and Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, you know. And he, you know, he blessed y'all. He was looking out. You know, he looked out for a win. He's playing favorites a little bit, but you know, and, and my whole thing was. Because we all can see what the problem is. It's yeah. the offense. <laughs> and not only is it the offense, it's the quarterback. Yeah. Because we got other players that was doing anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like one of our receivers just said he's unhappy. He he didn't request a trade yet, but he said he's unhappy. But we got lucky. You know what I'm saying? Because Mitch, he kind of started to show a glimpse that he might not be borderline trash in the words <laughs> of uh, you know, the therapist. <laughs> in the third quarter, he had three touchdowns. Like okay. And, you know, we got back in the mix, you know what I'm saying, pun intended. And luckily for them, you know, they had their rookie wide receiver. He dropped that pass. So, shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? That's my man this week. All yeah. right. He was a Bears fan that game. Okay. Dropping that pass made him a Bears yeah, fan. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. That, that's really crazy that he dropped that. Um, Stillers, they they won. Uh, they definitely had to – Ben definitely had to get the rust off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely had to get the rust Against off, and it was it was clear guys. it was clear as day. Um, he was a little bit rusty. Uh, offensively, I feel like we could get in the groove of things um, moving forward. Our our run game looked decent once James Conner. I'm not gonna lie, James Conner he's constantly always getting injured. He's been injury prone since coming into the league, and I do not see him being in the Steelers uniform once this season is up. I I just don't see it happening. 
Like the man just can't stay healthy, healthy for anything. So, um, but our our defense, our defense looks strong. Our defense looks strong. Uh, but I, I will say, I will say, Lamar Jackson looks good. I was about to, I was about to ask about that because y'all defense looking good and y'all gonna have to see him. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson looks good. They had him? no, they had no, they had talks about Lamar Jackson. Like if he can be as effective in the pocket as he was Sunday, they can have that. They can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like that. That's what they say. They just need to him just to do what he did. I think he completed I think the 20, one thing, twenty out of twenty five passes yeah, yeah, yeah. and threw over two hundred yards. So yeah, I, I don't think I think for those who really actually watch the game. They didn't have any doubts that this kid was going to really um, he's going to ball out. lack in the league. You know, yeah, he's, he's yeah. extremely talented. I think for those who actually watch the game and honestly really want to see successful black quarterbacks succeed in the league, oh, yeah. um, I think he proved all doubters wrong that he's not just a running back. Because we all remember they were trying to move him at wide receiver at one point during um, the draft combine. So I think okay. he's really proven a lot of a lot of doubters wrong. And the crazy part is that like you would think they had him listed as probably like someone who's like at the bottom as far as quarterback. Of course, but of course had high praise for Brown's quarterback. Baker Mayfield, who they felt like was going to be the friend, they found their franchise quarterback, but yet he he's just not clicking there. I take it a step further. We traded up a pick to get Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, and we had Deshaun Watson yeah. and Pat Mahomes in that draft. <laughs> so we just see how we see how the the stigma is about these black quarterbacks in this NFL. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. And of course, they doing the black thing and they exceeding all expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, because the word on the street is. It's two black quarterbacks gearing up for a showdown in the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, let, let y'all have something to do with it. Y'all going to try to prevent that, of course. Yes, definitely. But I wouldn't be upset if I seen Lamar Jackson okay. and Pat Mahomes oh. going at it. And Pat Mahomes, oh, yeah. that, that would be a yeah, good matchup. Yeah, that would be OD. That'd that be that would be a Who do you great think matchup. would take that? I that's mean, a, that's a tough call. It's a tough call. It's a tough call. Because... It's it's tough because you have one team who has like I feel like once you get that championship experience you have that championship mentality right yeah. so you have that championship caliber team who if they're down they know how to come back late in the quarter they just um, and then you also have another team with a quarterback who's extremely hu- hungry he doesn't really care about any accolades that he achieves. He just wants to bring home a championship. Like, that's his only hunger, bringing home a championship. Um, so that would be a great matchup. <laughs> and and Cam, I, you know what? Cam did his thing. He did his thing. He did his thing. That's but I, I, thought you were I, I, won't, I won't get too excited because not, it's the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. <laughs> so I'm not going to get extremely excited. But I did see, I don't know if y'all caught any clips, but uh, there was a clip where after the game, uh, you know the Dolphins players, they were getting a little bit riled up, and yeah. one of the players tried to snatch uh, Cam's chain. Tried and failed. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, tried, tried and failed. So I, uh, you know, Cam was like, "Come on, bro. I don't know what you thought this was." 
Yeah, I, I I don't know. They they might want to go back and check check the tape when Cam humbly left and hold Josh Norman um, at practice one time. So I just I just need them to understand that that Cam Newton is not with the ish. He ain't, he not going for none of that. And they, he's not. They was kind of saucy because they lost. Yeah. So it's like you know they try to make a make a scene and then they failed at making a scene. Mm-hmm. And now Cam is really really ridiculing and he like you know right. Y'all niggas is ass. And they're going to see them again. And they're going to do them dirty again. Yeah, they definitely will. But they're gonna do them um, dirty again. overall, week one, week one was pretty cool. Um, looking forward to see what the, the rest of the season will hold. Uh, I will say this. And I, like when I was really sitting back and analyzing the game and just watching um, the Steelers playing the Giants, I, I honestly really feel like. Any team that you go to, you really have to be built for that system. Yeah. And I can honestly say I miss Le'Veon Bell because he was built offensively for our system that we run. He's able to run. He's able to catch. You see, he's not doing any of that. They wasting him. In the Jets. Yeah. They wasting him in New York. At all. You know? Um, and I think he just got injured. Yeah, he's injured. So he's probably going to be out for, for probably about... Two to three, maybe four weeks. He's going to miss a few games uh, because it's a hamstring injury. But I just, I just feel as though like if he didn't have that mentality to where he allowed the money to really take over, Damn. and he wanted to be paid not only as a running back but also as a wide receiver, I feel like he would have still been in Pittsburgh. Um, so yeah, that. I definitely miss him in the Steelers uniform. That that's the that's a player that I do miss. Uh, but yeah, he gonna be he he'll be alright. They wasting his talents over there, right? And I think he know it. Mm-hmm. He did try to get that. And I I understood him trying to get paid as you know running back in right. because he was great at both. Mm-hmm. But that's that's honestly one of them political things where the league should have been trying to figure out the best way. For players like him, right? You know how they gonna try to make it seem like, well, we just gonna say you this position so that even if we pay you a lot, it's gonna be less than what you should get because mm-hmm. based on the position, this is how much they get. You know how that go, right? I'm sure he would be. I hate to see nice players like that wasting their like prime years like doing nothing and injury yeah. and stuff. So I definitely agree. Another player, though, too. That's I feel like it's wasting his prime years. Now, Odell Beckham. I know we talked about him in a different way last time, but this time, yeah. I I don't even know if he top ten receivers right now no more. All right, now is it is it now? Do we blame him, or because I mean, the Giants traded him away. They did trade him away. Um, so I I don't think it was something that he really wanted, but it was like they pretty much tried to send him to a team. To where you're not really going to succeed now. Yeah. So they, do we really blame him? We can't. We we can't really blame him, but I mean, yeah. If you're going to be in Cleveland, you're. So you can ask that same question, Tom Brady. What? Do we blame Tom Brady for that loss, or do we blame him plus? Oh, Brady had two I mean, interceptions you, and a pick six. I mean, you you got to blame the whole offense, not just Brady. I mean, yeah, he's the leader. He's the quarterback. Of course, he's running that train. But I it it's it's on both parts. You have you have a young offense, um, 
Brady's never really had this many offensive weapons ever in his career. That's why he left. One of the reasons why he um, left. But two, they're also young. So you got to think, this young receiver core, um, they're, they had a young quarterback in Jameis Winston. We all know that he was t- turnover prone like a mug. You know? So they're not really used to having like a successful quarterback behind the center who knows how to lead and direct. Right, so I mean, it's it's both a learning curve for him and his age bracket, and then for them, like knowing that all right, we had a winner yeah. behind center, so we have to get on our ish and know that okay, if it's a zone, this is what we need to stop this amount of yards and cut back, you know, for the first down or anything. So I mean, it's it's a minor adjustment, but again, it's different. He's not he's not in a weak division. So it's not as easy yeah, as, you know, nice. being in New England and you have a sorry-ass division because this division was sorry as hell. We all know that. For, for decades. Yeah. For decades. And so the Bills kind of came up a little bit. They did. The, bill, the Bills are they, they, they slowly not, coming yeah. up. They're definitely slowly they coming up. They used to be kind of bad, but they, they, they are right now. Yeah. Ain't nobody succeeded from that division ever. I can't recall the last time anybody succeeded in that division. So, so is Tom Brady cool without Bill Belichick? We go. I see. mean, we'll see. It's it's week one, so we can't really because he that wants prediction. to define himself outside of Bill Belichick. I think. I think by so I, another reason why he left. We'll him. be able to determine by week eight, midway through the season, because okay. we'll I be able to determine. I got I got two two perspectives on that. The first one is this was week one. Mm-hmm. He did throw three touchdowns. He also threw. Two picks. They called him. They said it was like a Jameis 2.0 game because one of those picks was a pick six. Yeah. But also, we got to remember there were no preseason games. So, mm-hmm. this was like their warm-up. And Pretty he much, do, He yeah. do got a lot of new weapons, but it's in a whole new system. You know what I'm saying? Everything is different for him. And if he's the GOAT, then he'll adjust. Mm-hmm. They gave him them weapons because they're like, you are still nice, but you got some age to you. So, you got your weapons to do what you need to do. And also, uh, still... I don't predict that the Patriots are not going to be nice. Like, they're going to still be good. And honestly, if they finish with a, a, a good record, even if it's like neck and neck with what Tampa Bay might finish with, I wouldn't right. be surprised at all. Just because I know Bill Belichick is the man. I also know that Brady is in a harder division. He also has more weapons, though. So it's like a lot of balances. It's like a lot of yeah. factors. But, they, but like you said, by week eight, we'll know something. Okay. Right. So we'll revisit this. Definitely will. Yeah. Um, but I actually wanted to I wanted to touch on something and I'm um I'm not sure if you all had really had a chance to really catch this clip. Um so I'm a I'm gonna play a clip from um the show Undisputed, which is on Fox Sports, because I know a lot of folks were going on Twitter and adding ESPN to fire. Skip Bayless, and I need everybody to understand he, he's not on ESPN, all right? It's clear as day. It's, it's for Fox Sports. And um, he made a comment about Dex, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, um, who came out recently and was just uh, letting everybody know, you know, during a vulnerable moment um, about what he was going through with uh, his mental health. Um, of course, you know, with the death of his brother, and just, um, I think we we always touch on mental health and whatnot, and the access 
there is for those who, you know, want to seek help for it, but also um, for those that they may be experiencing something, but uh, it's, it's not as easy as it may seem for them to just up and, you know, seek that help. So we want to play a clip and then uh, we could touch on this. Um, and I definitely want to get your take on this, the therapist, and uh, see, see how you feel about this. A lot of young men uh-huh. and some older men, and they're all looking to you to be their CEO, to be in charge of the football team. Because of all that, I don't have sympathy for him going public with, I got depressed. I suffered depression early in COVID to the point that I couldn't even go work out. Look, he's the quarterback of America's team. And you know, and I know this sport that you play, it is dog eat dog. It is no compassion, no quarter given on the football field. If, if you reveal publicly any little weakness, it can affect your team's ability to believe in you in the toughest. All right, so um, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to get your take on this. Because um, he... he I, I'll, I'll give my take later, but let, okay. let's let's hear your thoughts yeah. on this. He needs a who's name that's number one. Yeah. Just to put that out there. Definitely. That was the most ignorant thing that anybody can say. Of course. How do you even correlate the fact that because he became depressed that he's, that his team won't believe that he's going to be, I guess, okay enough to play? Like, I just, I, it's bad enough that we are in mental health, it's, just in America, but more so in the African-American community, is already stigmatized. So mm-hmm. the person, for him, for that to even come out and to speak on that, first of all, I applaud him for that because it does right. take a lot of strength and a lot of courage, and we want to see more of that. Yeah. How does Skip know that he needed to get that out to process that, to get the help that he needs so he can be okay to function? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you need that platform, you need that space, you need that outlet to talk about what you're going through because that's authentic. At the end of the day, besides plan or the team or your profession, like you gotta be okay. Right. Like, I think I just posted a, a self-care video of myself like in a gym. Like you if you're not right, you can't be right for anybody else or anything. So for him to actually come out and speak on it, and he, who knows what side things that he did to to get his mental health together. That's the right thing that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't really understand how Skip made that correlation. I, I I was really trying to understand what he was saying, but it was just completely ignorant. And I hope that people don't listen to that. You know, how many other little black boys are probably like, you know, I feel this way too. Right. That actually spoke out and he's okay. He can get through it. Mm-hmm. What about the person who wants to commit suicide? And they see him talking about it like, oh, he didn't give up. So that means I don't have to give up. Like, this is encouragement. People are very silent when it comes to mental health. People really suffer in silence yeah. because they don't feel like they have the space to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So when you see these celebrities or people, you know, or um, people in sports or entertainment, whatever the case may be, really normalize it and seem like I'm human too. Like, yes, I'm entertaining. Yes, I play sport. Yes, I'm a rapper. Whatever the case may be. But I go through some of the same things you go through. Right. That is so powerful. Yeah. So, Skip, he needs to be very mindful because he's also on a big platform as well. Mm-hmm. So, he needs to be very mindful of what he's 
just saying to the, the public is it's irresponsible. Yeah. It's irresponsible. So that's that's really my take on that. Yeah, I think I think his I think the way he presented it was extremely horrible. Um, it was trash on his part, and I feel as though like he should have known that. Um, he did because he said it comes off. I'm coming off as insensitive, so he already yeah. knew. Um, and then of course you know I think the next day he tried to retract his wording and whatnot, but <clears throat> no, like you you meant exactly what you said, and it's almost as if like. Basically, you're telling players, like, just shut up and go out there. You know, you just play ball. You know, you're not really going through anything. Or if you are, it doesn't matter. Right. I, I feel as though, like, some people really look at it as you're, you're this millionaire athlete. You have a lot of money. Like, what mental issues could you possibly really go through? Like, when I'm hearing that, like, that's what I'm instantly thinking. Like, what? So, because... He's playing for the Dallas Cowboys, quote unquote, America's team. He shouldn't have any mental issues. You know, a lot of people process death differently, you know. Some people don't uh, process it at all. Exactly. You know, I mean, would it if this was today where, you know, because we all know how Michael Jordan lost his pops, you know, would he say this about Michael Jordan if Michael Jordan was to come out and yeah, say I have another question on that. Would he have said that about his beloved Tom Brady? Not at all. No, he wouldn't. Not at all. Okay. The man, this is a a, a clear example of a super fan going wrong. Yeah. I always say the worst kind of fans are LeBron fans and Cowboys fans. He's such a Cowboys fan that in this instance that he doesn't care about anything but his team like playing nice. So anything mm-hmm. that he can see affecting that, he just like get that out of here. And it's, yeah. and it's like, bro, are you serious? My man's his brother died from suicide. Right. And it's not even like, this is suicide. And he was battling depression. So before you even say any of the stupid stuff that you said, mm-hmm. are you going to, like, ha- do you even know if anybody did anything to help? Like, mm-hmm. did anybody from the organization try to get him some kind of therapy yeah. to help him deal right. with that? Because it's like, we. Know- and then, this is during the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you almost didn't even have a season. So now, like, you right. know, so that that kind of came out of left field. So even if he was kind of trying to process it, now you gotta put that on the not not on the back burner, but now you gotta also focused on uh, playing football because they they brought the season out, and now you just like, well, f- forget all of that, bro. Like they expect you to be whatever, and it's like, bro, what what? Because I'm pretty sure people on that team probably are like looking at Skip crazy too, because they probably we yeah. knew what he was going through, and we was trying to. Help him out because we know he's the leader or whatever. And you just like forget that, forget all of that. Just right. be the leader. Like that's, and that's not. And Skip just failed to realize like the complexities behind behind the just mental health or just grief. He's probably really dealing with compli- comp- what we call complicated grief. We don't know if he's thinking to himself, what more could I have done? Yeah. We don't even yeah. know the extent of why his brother killed himself. And, right. and we don't know the ins and outs of it. So it's almost like. I don't know if like the whole white privilege and white people just not. I don't know. That's just I have my own thoughts about that, but it was completely insensitive. He only worried about one thing that doesn't mm-hmm. even matter at the end of the day. Like yeah. none of that matters. It's so um, insignificant, right? When you think about what he's actually talking about. At the end of the day, Dak not worried about that. Mm-hmm. Like I just lost my brother to suicide. Yeah. I'm not worried about all of what you're talking about right now, Skip. 
And this, how about you come out and play for me? How about you do that? Since you have right. so much to say. Like, Skip. and I mean, yeah. it honestly, it it honestly really goes to show, like when you when you're at a vulnerable point and you come out and you you speak on something, you really truly see how these quote unquote fans turn their back on you. I mean, we all we can all see, you know, what took place with um with Andrew Luck. Yeah. yeah. When when he announced his retirement, yeah. I mean, the the guy has been getting beat up since stepping into the league and you know he decides to retire because we all know at the end of the day once you leave the league the NFL is it's almost as if like they just kick rocks on you they don't really take good care of you and we all know with with the CTE uh how that goes that they're not really as invested in the players once they're done they don't you even know. try to acknowledge that right. CTE is a thing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they they don't really speak on that. So I think I I think it's pretty messed up at the fact that like, you know, you you only support me when I'm out there winning games for you. Or when I'm losing or if I become vulnerable and this is what's going on with me, it's just like, oh, you're an athlete, you know, toughen up. But meanwhile, you're going through the same thing. Yeah. You know? The same thing that I'm going through, you know, if you're if you're married, you you would expect your spouse to be like be understanding of that, right? Because this is what you're going through. She's not going to be like, oh, you're weak. Let me go find another man who's stronger and can can handle everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So I I, I mean I love the fact that Dak had a lot of support, and that's yeah. why Skip tried to you know retract his statements because right. um, people get it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all the people who suffer in silence finally felt like somebody speaking up. Right. You know, we encourage more people to do the same. It's okay to not be okay. It's, yeah. Right? It's just disappointing, though, because I know it's a whole bunch more people out there that think like how Skip was thinking. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't care. Oh, Especially no. in that fan base. Yes. Definitely. Yes. It was bad enough Dak had to even go through what he had to go through to get his contract. Yeah. In, in what they call a Jerry Land, mm-hmm. his plantation. Yeah. And now yeah. you just like go out. This is America's team. Emphasis on America, because don't get me started. After Cowboys. I mean, <laughs> listen. I mean, we could we could all go back. And I I know you saw this tweet, and he was actually he's actually a former Chicago Bear, Brian Erlacher. His tweet when the teams decided to boycott the game, and he tweeted about how Brett Favre lost his father and went out on a Monday night game and had a stellar performance and whatnot. Um, so yeah, there, there are definitely people out there who are just, it's pretty much like the shut up and get over it and just play ball. That's what I'm saying. I do wonder if again, if it's somebody who's white who said this, how would Skip have responded? I don't know. I just have my thoughts about that. Man. They respond. They respond. They really respond differently in in all aspects. I mean, even when it comes to like um, touchdown celebrations, uh, I, I pay close attention. You know, they they always feel as though like when black people score a touchdown and we celebrate, it's, it's like a showboating, right? But then you know when white people do the same thing that we do, it's like oh my gosh, you know, look look at the excitement that he has. He's just mm-hmm. out there having a good time. Yeah. What. He's doing the same thing. Yeah. I, oh, I get it. Because he's white. That's why it's acceptable. Okay, got it. So, it's different, man. But shout out to Dak. 
you know, coming out. Um, Skip, you getting a Who's Mansis? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I, got a, I got a special Who's Mansis for Erlocka, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. He got one coming. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, man. Uh, we're going to move on to the NBA. Um, no one really predicted this, okay? Because I feel as though since the beginning of the season, um, I mean, once free agency really was set and locked in when Kawhi decided to go to the Clippers and then Paul George was traded to the Clippers and then once the Lakers got Anthony Davis and made their selections it was just like okay beginning of the season they already called it Lakers Clippers Western Conference Finals right yeah right now the Lakers are there resting they're waiting awaiting for their opponent right no one expected the Utah Jazz to force a game seven. Denver Nuggets. I mean, yeah, Denver Nuggets. Excuse me. Denver Nuggets to force a game seven against the Clippers. Oh my God. So, no one no one expected it. So let me so let me give y'all a breakdown real quick, right? Yeah, let's let's get this let's get this breakdown. So it's a lot of history at stake right now, right? Mm-hmm. So the Celtics, not the Celtics, the Clippers have never made it to a Western Conference Finals in their team history. In recent history, they've come one game away. In their all-time history, they're 0-7 in a series-clinching game to proceed to the Western Conference Finals. Now, they've been up 3-1, so they lost two games. They were up 3-1 in 2015 when they had Lob City with Chris Paul and Blake Mm -hmm. Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. And they lost to the Rockets, and the Rockets had to go and play Steph Curry in them, and they lost. And I think it was a couple other times, like some decades ago. But it's just the fact that either the Clippers are cursed for like constantly getting in this predicament. But aside from that, I gotta point out the basketball facts. For one, it's uh, and and I hate I hate to do this to him because he's a black coach, but for some reason it's really hard for Doc Rivers to hold on to a lead during the game. This has been known. You're a Lakers fan. Yeah. So when he was coaching the Celtics and y'all was going at it with them, Phil Jackson knew that. So he mm-hmm. used to attack that. He used to tell Kobe and them, like, they can't hold on to leads like that. And they, they did it the one year in 2008 because they had a big, a very big team. Like, they was huge down there in the paint, whatever. But it was hard for them to hold on to leads. The Lakers exploited that. They got him up out of there. And for some reason, it's like it transferred over to the Clippers. And on this Clippers team... Uh, Zubak is food to Jokic. Mm-hmm. The Joker is down there making him look. He's 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 eating barbecue chicken every time. Right. It's barbecue chicken. But aside from that, Kawhi Leonard is out there and he's giving effort when they need the effort. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's the only one. You have literally two players that were the the winner of the Six Man of the Year award and the runner up of the Six Man of the Year award who won it last year. And they out there looking like further down the bench players. Right. You got Paul George. And my thing, Paul George is one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. Simply like by, by the look. I don't, I, he's one of my favorite players, but I don't like him, if that makes sense. And I know it don't. <laughs> I know it don't. But I'll explain. <laughs> Watching Paul George play makes you want to play basketball. He looks really smooth out there when he's playing. He got like a natural gift. At, right. You know, just hooping. He looks like a hooper. But it's almost like he thinks that because he's naturally gifted at a lot of things in basketball, he doesn't always have to exert effort. Mm-hmm. So he goes yeah. out there and it's like you see him just being there. And it's like you just being there ain't going to get it done. Right. 
Because Jamal Murray is like, okay, I see you here, but now I'm going to the basket. What you going to do? Mm-hmm. You follow me, but I'm putting it up. Are you jumping late? Are you going to keep doing that? Well, hold this shot. Hold it. And they, they keep exploring. And what happens is they go up. They they up for like 80% of the game. And then they will put their foot on the gas. And then they overcome the lead. And then yeah. they hold on to the lead in like the last five, six minutes, seven minutes, and then win the game. And it's like when you're watching that, you see Kawhi doing everything, and everybody else is just like, Chilling, and then mm-hmm. they lose. So, uh, game seven, which is you know a basketball fans' dream, people still got them as the favorite, and they might, they probably still get it done. Cause yeah. the other part of history is that no team has ever came back from being down three one twice in the same postseason. Mm-hmm. It's happened once once for a few teams, but it's never happened twice. Mm-hmm. For them, this would be back to back if it happens. So I mean, they like they're like we're not even worried. We're not even the ones that got the pressure. You said what? They play. Mm-hmm. They play. So, you know what I'm saying? It's going to take, if you ask me, it's going to take Paul George to have one of his better games right. in order for them to get it. Because he's, he's had some great games where he shot great from the field. He was efficient. He scored a lot of points. And they won easily. Yeah. And Kawhi filled in the blanks and did his little 30 and doing what he does. It's going to take for that to happen. And right. the six men to do what they're supposed to do. So, mm-hmm. And... Pat Bev playing 20, 20 some odd minutes, scoring two points and fouling out. Is it going to get the job done? Yeah, come on, Pat. <laughs> like, come on, Pat. It's not going to get the job done. Come on. Um, but yeah, and I, I can say, I will say, I can see the Heat Celtic series going seven games. I can see that series going seven games. Oh man, I would love if that series was seven games. Yeah. Because the thing about both of those teams is that they are hoopers. When I say hoopers, I mean, you don't got, like, players on their team that's, like, specialized. Like, oh, he's a specialty shooter. Mm -hmm. He's a rebounder. He's a lockdown defender. You got people that just come out there and hoop on both squads. And it's, like, three or four of them, and they go at it. So that series right there, I I can't even call who's going to win it. I want to say the Celtics, but I can never in my life doubt Jimmy Butler. He was once a bull too, so I know exactly what it is when it comes to him. And this is his first taste mm-hmm. of uh, conference finals. Yeah. And I know he liked the taste of that, so he's about to try to eat more and get to that NBA finals. Right. You can never count that man out. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it would be nice to see a, a late Lakers, Lakers Celtics finals Celtics again. Finals, yeah. It's been 10 years. Yeah. And Tatum. It would, it, would be, it would be nice to see Rondo going up against his old team. Old team. That'll, be, that'll be decent. And Tatum out there looking like a young mamba. Yeah, yeah, Tatum definitely been ball, uh, balling for sure. Yeah, looking like number eight, Kobe. I will, I will say that. But you know what? I will say since um, since he's come back from injury, Rondo's really been looking good, and Morris, Markeith Morris, has really been stepping it up. Yeah, the Morris twins been doing their thing. I yeah, just want, I just want both of them to just grow their hair a little bit longer before they decide to braid it like they did. I'm not even going, a little bit. I'm not on front, bro. Like I, I feel as though uh, when you're at a certain age in your 30s, like you don't need to get braids. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there because I'm realizing a lot of these players who are over the age of 30, um, or are pushing that peak into their 30s, you. You don't need to grow braids to where your braid tail is stopping literally at your you ear. Nah. Don't, is it, don't, don't start. Don't is it? Start. Is it? And I get it. It's been I respect been, Kawhi because Kawhi been he been having his braids since he stepped into the league. But are you talking about age though? How old is Kawhi? 
Kawhi's probably like 29. Kawhi's 29. Okay, yeah. So next year he better cut it. No, he don't have to because he has length. He got length in his head. All right, so they got to start somewhere. No, they're... It's not going. They're not even trying to cut. Why you think? Just yo, why you raised. think? Why you think Dwayne Wade cut his hair? Cause he, he tried to. Childish. Come on now. He had childish braids. I know. I know they've been going through quarantine because a lot of them only got braids because they went so long without a cut. They kind of just like forget it, yeah. let it rock out. But Rondo braided his hair and put on his do rag. You couldn't even see his hair. <laughs> That's, That's how short it was. <laughs> Like it, it's just you know. So it, if you grind all your hair, what's the alternative? Like, what do you do? You know, just get some. You know, just try to get the, how hey. get a nice little lineup. Taper on the side. Yeah, some and, people they rocking a the little cruddy joint. Some yeah, people, some people you gonna, dreading you it. Hair out, how long you gonna rock the cruddy joint? I mean, it, it depends. No, nah, I'm saying when I say the cruddy look, I don't literally mean they're not doing anything. That's no, no. But style. I'm saying if you are growing your hair out. Like, what else are you supposed to do with it? If it grows out what to a certain mean? length, they you ain't got to grab it. So what do you do with it? I mean, some keep people it together. Are, some people are locking it. Some people Sorry, just got it growing out. They still just keep it. They so you just want to get it frozen and just wear the frozen. Some people, yeah, you can keep it together. Some people's hair don't grow super duper long either. So you you went quarantine. You didn't braid your hair. My hair is also on twist though. But it was. And I'm also female. Like we're. But it was no. But it it was decent. Your your twists were decent, right? You wasn't out here looking like Lil Wayne with fifteen dreads hanging off your head. He got like a good six. There's a good six now. See, that's what I'm saying. You you wasn't looking like that. We're we're, we're talking about men who would choose to grow their hair out. So I'm asking if they want to grow their hair out, I'm they do not want this. to dread it. I guess they just have to keep it fro. I'm gonna let you keep know it this. Together. Speaking okay. of Jimmy Butler, let, let, let's 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 ask the goat himself yeah, because he's a barber and he. He, he can he can he can school y'all on this, so we won't let Shot Towns find a school y'all on something. I'm gonna real give quick. you a little pre-shop talk since we actually talking about something to do with the shop. We talking cutting. First of all, you got player like Jimmy Butler, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy always had the cruddy joint. Mm-hmm. He just used to get his joint tape it on the sides in the back or like low faded all the way around. He hasn't even touched it, and his hair is not like it's growing out of control. It kind of still looks the same. He just needs to do something with it to make it look cleaner, but he don't care. So you got some people they could rock that. Jim Rondo, when we're talking about Rondo, Rondo's brother is actually the head of all of the barbers in the bubble. I got a question. I did hear that. So, Colin Kaepernick wore the braids and the fro, and we didn't say nothing about that. And he had hang time. Who? Okay, so it's okay to wear braids if you have hang time. I'm saying Colin Kaepernick. But this this, this, this is what we said. So, you have to wear hang time. What I said first, I said they need to not rock the braids until they get some hang time. Okay. These Rondo are, just put it. So we're saying, this. okay, as long as you have hang time, if you're over thirty, braids are cool. You better, you you better off. You put it this way, put it this way. I don't care what age you are. If you rocking braids, you better have hang time. That's okay. a fact. Sorry, so we clarify that. Yeah. Okay. That's a fact. Because if you gonna, especially if you gonna be older, because I mean, like these NBA players with images, whatever the case might be, cool. You need hang time for that image, bro. Rondo, mm-hmm. you could, you could, you could, you could have a different. Hairstyle or something until you get that, that hang time. Yeah, you could do a whole lot with it. That's what you want to see what his hang time look like. Or like you're gonna Google this, you're gonna get no results because he don't got none. Right, that's what I I'm saying. I want to see a current picture of him. So yeah, man. Um, moving on to some news here. Uh, so Breonna Taylor's killers are still at hand, but uh, so the family won settlement. Settlement, which I knew was gonna um, happen. 
Twelve million dollars. Twelve million dollars. <sighs> to me, I, I I don't feel like money um, makes me feel good about anything, yeah, right? Yeah. Because her killers are still out there. That money isn't bringing my child back. So how is this really supposed to make me feel good? It's almost it's just like a all right, well you know, here you know you guys want take this and we'll try to move on from it but it's nothing that you could really move on from well her mother said justice for brianna means that we will continue to save lives in her honor no amount of money accomplishes that but the police reform measures that we were able to get passed as as a part of the settlement means so much more to my family our community and to brianna's legacy so i guess the family are i mean I guess they're okay. This, I mean, it's like the politically correct thing to say, I guess. This is the, the predicament that the family is pretty much in, right? Mm-hmm. They're almost in a take it or leave it type situation. Mm-hmm. Because I, I kind of spoke on like what was probably going to happen with their case. And the justice that we want, that she deserves, that you know should happen, is not going to happen. It's almost like a... It's unfair how, because you know they got the law now named after her. Right. But the law wasn't a law before... Mm-hmm. So, so I guess they're kind of so, looking ahead now. So they kind they they are looking ahead, but also it's like, uh, it's they they try to streamline a lot of small intricate things to force or not or like do away with any kind of possible case. Like we know that they had a no knock warrant. They was at the wrong spot. You know they weren't supposed to be there. Or whatever. Right. So they would have had to prove that they would have to prove that the police officers knew that they was at the wrong spot before they went and. We know the police gonna do everything in the world to act like they didn't know whatever. Mm-hmm. And even as far as them shooting, how many times they shot versus how many times her boyfriend shot at them, and where they were shooting from and all of that, they gonna act like you know it, they had reason to. It's too hard to prove all of that. Yeah. So in the situation, it's like you kind of gotta either you can either choose to not accept the money, and then nothing is gonna happen that we want to happen, or accept the money. And nothing's gonna happen. That we I feel like happen. this will be another Freddie Gray situation. It was pretty, pretty yeah. much, and that's why. And that's why I'm like, as far as the family saying what they said, I guess they could just try to use the money to actually fight in situations like this because a lot of the stuff does need a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So that's all we can pretty much hope for. And mm-hmm. right. you know, people are not gonna forget Brown and Taylor and none of them Freddie, just like they didn't forget Freddie Gray. Mm-hmm. So man, yeah. that's. It's tough, man. It's tough. Um, I I will say that I I've been loving the um, the players really using their platform and um, uh, just just representing for those who have been taken away from us from uh, you know police brutality. Um, so continue to just utilize that platform, and we just going to try to continue to do what we can to get that justice justice that they properly deserve you know um because the money just isn't it it's just not it um and more news so i i think uh you know what i'm what i'm about to promote is um you know for the black and brown youth uh for our seniors and we we all know that for the for the senior class this year that they did not expect you know to either do half of their senior year virtually and then the other half going back to school or all year, you know, doing it virtually. Um, but before we touch on it, that, I actually wanted to touch on this last week. Uh, but, you know, shout out to C, because he, he 
did his haircut thing with oh, yeah, the with the youth yeah, as yeah. always, man. He's always out there Trying really representing. They was rocking all of the bots. Yeah, so you know, so it's shout out to them. So it's so it's, it's it's always good, you know, when when you see folks really doing something for the community, and we all know how it feels to you know when going back to school, either having that fresh fit. That fresh hairstyle, fresh cut, and I know for the kids, I know they enjoy that fresh cut. Yeah. Um, and I, I know for you, I, I know it's probably always good for you to, you know, give back to the community, which you always do. Um, so I mean, how, how how's that experience been for you? Well, this isn't. That's not the first time I've done. Right. Like yeah. Before. I've done events like that before with DTLR and Adidas. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always lit because I. Uh, you see, like y'all remember how it was back back in the day, the yeah. day before school, before school started, everybody excited. You want to have your fit laid out, mm-hmm. you want to have your haircuts and stuff. But one of the things that I like the most though too is seeing how excited the parents are. And I don't know if they're excited because it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? My, I'm excited. My child going to school. They about to or just yo, they about to be out this crib. Get them up out of here, make sure <laughs> right. doing, whatever. Because I mean, that's pretty much how it was though. But it was it was it was definitely lit though. The kids was having fun. They was excited because it, it was more stuff at the event besides just. Um, the, the kids getting their hair cut. It was the girls that they was getting their hair done. They had like uh, games and stuff. They had people that was out there showing their talent. Yeah, they got to sing, do their poetry. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They had food and stuff like that for them. I love things like they that. They had, yeah. um, I got, I got, I forget the lady's name, but I got a shout out to her because she ran the sanitation station. Mm. So literally before you could even walk in there, you had to get sprayed down, sanitized and all of that right. stuff. So she was holding it down. And uh, you know the kids, they was having fun. It was a couple adults too that was just like, "Yeah, man, I seen how you got my son. I need you to. You know, <laughs> I think you could give me." I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's it's voluntary, you know. So for the kids, right. it's free. But for you, bro, you're not a kid, right? <laughs> I'm gonna need that back. You got you got to pay up one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the uh, the one father too. I actually did cut his hair. Okay, and he fell asleep the entire time, and I was like, "Dog it." Your son didn't even go to sleep like this. <laughs> I'm talking about the when your head falling. Yo. I'm doing the lineup in the front, and he's oh, falling nah. forward. I said, "You lucky I got reflexes because yeah, this is, this is ridiculous." That would have been bad. It would have been terrible for him, but you know, shout out to them anyway. Yeah, man, but that's definitely a good look, man. And um, we also know too. Uh, again, you know, for for the senior class, when it comes to going to college, especially when you're trying to go to a school out of state. We all know out-of-state tuition is pretty expensive, right? Um, and I, I think for, uh, you know, what we what we now know today, I, I, I wish I would have been on top of it. Um, but I definitely want to um, promote this for those who are looking to further their education and looking for scholarship. Um, shout out to Yes, Inc. Um, in addition to the crisis we're already experiencing, black and brown youth lack the necessary guidance and support to help them overcome social injustices, such as poor education and access to mental health resources, which increases their risk of coming into contact with the prison system. Youth Empowerment Through Social Support, Inc., is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to enriching the mind and lives of minority youth by nurturing their social and physical environments. This year, Yes Inc. has established a scholarship fund that will award 30 black and brown high school seniors a scholarship to further their education. With their help, uh, excuse me, with your help, we can empower our youth to defy stereotypes and contradict statistics 
by matriculating from high school, gaining financial independence, and fulfilling their duties as educated and engaged members of society today and in generations to come. Donations can be made through their GoFundMe page, which can be accessed through the org's IG page at yes.inc. And the link is in their bio. So again, their IG, if you want to donate, is at yes.inc. And the link will be in the bio for you to donate. Um, it can be whatever you can. Uh, all donations are appreciated. So I just think it's, it's great when, you know, there are 30 seniors out there who might have a chance to be granted the opportunity to get a scholarship and, yeah. you know, take that money <clears throat> and, and go to, to a college. So, uh, That's you definitely know, dope. yeah, definitely, man, especially during this time and, and things can really be hard. Uh, and for those who aren't really knowledgeable with, you know, FAFSA and, and all of that, like this is very help, helpful. So please utilize your resources. And again, um, the Instagram page is at yes.inc. Click the link in the bio. You could donate. Um, and they're, they're doing pretty good so far, man. So so shout out to them and, and really just trying to really help those who are looking to get a scholarship and further their education to the college of their choice. So we're going to move on to some entertainment and we can talk about uh, Patti LaBelle and Miss Gladys Knight. <laughs> the oh, versus man. battle. Did y'all did y'all get a chance to check it out? I checked it out. I checked it out. I, 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 checked it out. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way above with y'all. I, I definitely did. I, I ate beforehand and I, I caught the itis. And oh, I was man. watching it. And, you know, I got to the part where where Patty was getting tight because they ain't have her words up on the screen because she forgot them. Oh. I didn't see that part. So. <laughs> I, I can't even blame them. Them songs are yeah, so old. Yeah, they're so old. And I get it. I understood. Um. But from what I did get to see, you, you, it was it was great. It's almost like you seeing, you know, your grandparents who may see their homegirl in so many years, and they're just catching up mm-hmm. and just conversing about any and everything. Yeah. And then you you're not gonna stop them, right? Because it's just been so long. But I'm those two ladies right there. Are, if we would have grown up in their era, with you know what? Even if we didn't, I, I feel as though like for for us, say, we can say we appreciate because we love music. We listen yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. we appreciate their music even to this day because we wasn't in their era. But we appreciate the music that they you know that they had for us. They did what Brandy and Monica. I would have loved to see Brandy and Monica do. They they told Brandy and Monica to, to get it together. Yeah, they, they, that. You know, right, so. right. That's, that's, that's the true. they they the OG. The true OG. They like y'all ladies. Go. Going to cut my my bad Monica right. Yeah. I didn't expect all that from her, you know. Yeah, but, you know, I almost I almost went and got me a patty pie. You know what I'm saying? Watch to watch that. Hey, they still she still got them. She still got them. Oh, all right. Okay. See, this about to be fall. You know, about to start right, putting it back out there. I ain't never had it, but they about I to put. I, I had one before though. It make you want to sing. It's, it's not good. Oh, she, she it's not good. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't oh, you know, even you know, Aaron would try. First day it came out. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with Aaron. But you know what I'm saying. The sweet potato, or which one you had? I don't even know. I thought she only had sweet potato, so. No. Oh, she, she has multiple. What? Listen, yes. the only one that matters is the sweet potato. You know what I'm saying? That's the one everybody was going crazy over. If she got some other ones, shout out to Patty. I, your job, people, she kicked off the shoes. I heard some I did see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a I'm not going to oh, lie, yo. When, 
watching them two trying to dance and oh hit the, it really reminded me of you know how on Don't Be a Menace when when the when the old heads <laughs> was at the church. Ain't that the truth? That's what it really reminded me of, man. But but shout out to the for for the fact that you know um, I think Patty is seventy seven and oh she's seventy six. And Gladys is seventy said like they look good for their age. Oh, yeah, they Dion look really came good out. Age. Yeah, I wore it. She's eighty. Listen, man, they look what? great for their age. Y'all know black don't crack. Shout out to them black women up there holding it down. All right, you know we. I, here's what I'm 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 gonna say something, because I I feel like we toss that term around a bit much within the black, black community. Black does crack if you crack a smile. <laughs> so corny, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. What black did crack? Wait, wait, no. I think I know what he's going. I think I, I think I know what he's insinuating. I'm gonna let him finish. If you, finish. yeah, if you if you want to crack, or if you just ain't taking care of yourself, black will crack. One hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I listen. I I've seen. I graduated in the class of '07. The class of 05 and 06, they had some good looking women. They're, they they not that much older than me, but That's a fact. they're black as crack. Man. I've seen a lot of people. Like, like, yeah, okay. you know, so I'm, it, it, it can crack in the black community, but you just got to take care out. of yourself. Yeah. You know, that's all. That's very true. And, and it's more than just physical because we, we, we see some people, their minds ain't right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Stacey Dash. Yeah, cracked. Facts. Cracked. Cause when you look at movies she used to be in back in the day, like Mo Money. Yeah, Mo oh Money. She was very gosh, pretty. Was Money. It all falls down video. Yeah, I can say that. You know what I'm saying? That that was back when she and Ye was. Don't even get me started on them, man. But you know, man, yeah. it's man, oh man. But yeah, man. Uh, shout out to those ladies. And then uh, this week, you know, uh, it's, it's been reported um, that Cardi is filing for a divorce. Are we surprised? Offset. Are we surprised? No. Nah, not at all. I'm not surprised. Um, What's the reason? Uh, irreversi- irreversibly broken while seeking primary custody of daughter culture. So mm. I guess they said obviously infidelity was a part of this. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I mean, is it safe to say like you kind of knew what you were going to get yourself into type of thing? Because you're two artists who are on the rise, really. You know, especially for Cardi. Well, I, I, it's not to say that she was doing anything, but I think more so for Offset. Um, and you also got to really think, too. Like, some of these artists, they weren't really getting that much play before they got, you know... What you about to say? No, go ahead, finish. Before they started making these millions. So it's like once you make these millions, they start giving you hell. It's almost it's almost like all right, we all went to college, and we all know that once someone goes joins an organization, mm-hmm. they wasn't getting played before, but now that they got these letters, they 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 think they they something because everybody is throwing themselves at them. You know, it, it it's like that. Here's my thing. The groupies just come out of nowhere. If you just can't keep it together if you can't be monogamous because again i have my questions about monogamy because apparently people just cheat they just just cannot stick with one man or one woman i, I don't get it it's very few far in between that you see a lot of 
like just married couples or just people who are just in relationships are just not cheating. There are couples out there. I'm not saying that they're not, but there's more that infidelity is like one number like up there. So I have my own questions about monogamy, but I'm saying if you feel like you cannot stay committed, just be single. Just be out. That's what I don't understand. I don't even question so much about just being out there, but if you're going to be out there, just don't be in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't understand right. that that concept. Like, if you're just not able to just stay committed, well, then aren't no. they both in like their? They're still in their early twenties. Well, right? Cardi's. I think she's currently twenty six, maybe twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. So I mean, and, and, and I'll say he might so be around the same, but yeah, you know. That's all I'm saying. If you're gonna be out there, if that's your life. If you choose to doing it, that go ahead, just don't get married. So I think we forgetting one major thing with their relationship. They have a child. They do have a child. That, yeah, they were probably trying to force and make things work. If y'all remember, that was a big part of the reason why they even got married. Yeah. Because Cardi was just like, you know, she wanted to be married when she had her kid. You know, mm-hmm. Offset was with it. But also knew that Offset was cheating before culture came. I mean, yeah. So maybe she was sick on a hope and you know how women do. I get, you know, right. look at, looking at that and then looking at the fact that she still wanted to be married when she had her kid. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she was, she was, tra- she was pregnant. Like she was, I get she was it. In. So she was just like, you know, that's what she was going to do. Yeah. Now, you know, to look at the whole picture, the large picture. You know what I'm saying? If you wanted to have a child with somebody that you wanted to be married to and you wanted to work, uh, I wouldn't think that he would be the guy to do that with. Nothing against him personally because I don't know him, but like we said, we knew he was cheating on her before they even mm-hmm. got married. You know what I'm saying? But this doesn't, this doesn't, I guess, disregard any of her feelings towards him, which I think played the biggest part because she still was lo- in love with him and yeah. all of that. Right. He was in love with her so too. So we do know that behaviors can change, but if you see patterns of behavior and you don't see change, then you kind of get it. Like it is what it is. So yeah, I, I, I think, like and I'm not saying that people who have committed infidelity, like they do it once, you know how they say once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But mm-hmm. I do think if you see a pattern of behavior, no matter what it is, then this is kind of your answer. You are who you are, or you're going to continue to do what you do. I think he just, just, I think he shows spurts. Like, I think he would, you know, do whatever, then get caught, and then kind of fall back a little bit and try to do a little bit here and there. And yeah. I think she was just like, he's, bro, he's not, done I need it you for to me, stop. Just, it's just been too consistent. Because after a while, yeah, yeah, you have a pattern with yeah. things, it's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. And we well, like to ignore that me. red flags for our own, you know, hope or mm-hmm. change, whatever, but... If you see things consistently happen, it is what it is. And so. I'm sure she probably was like, probably put some of the blame on herself at some point. And yeah. they spent a whole lot more time together. So she probably thought that would be cool. And then yeah. eventually, like, she probably like, this man's still not going to stop. And now the child is old enough where, you know what I'm saying, they can actually separate and yeah. still be cool in a certain way. So. Right. Eventually a child will be okay. So, you know, shout, about shout out the but no, we, but people. I say it's to say because we worry, like us, I mean, you know, but be their millionaire, so they'll be she'll be fine in that respect. Shout out to Cardi, uh, knowing her worth, knowing what you know she wants in life, um, and what she's not going to tolerate, even if it's for you know the sake of their child. Yeah. And, and I, I'm glad you pointed that because that's a really hard step for for yeah. men and women to take. You know, like you said, see this children or child involved. Yeah. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of lot of factors that keeps people in very toxic relationships and marriages. So, shout out to to Cardi for that. It's not an easy step to take when you're that's a fact. Leave a situation. So. Yeah. Speaking of um toxic relationships and still staying in and not even married, 
Shout out to Fab and Emily. They are expecting a child. Um, <laughs> and will, will Emily ever get a ring? We don't know. But, I don't think uh, she's even, I don't think she cares at this I, point. Yeah. <sighs> you see, I don't know. Maybe because we have the background knowledge, but just looking at their photos, they just look, they just look fake. I don't know. I don't see mm -hmm. the, I don't know. It's not there. No, I don't see it. It's, but it's also could be a bias too because of what we know. Like if we didn't yeah, have this say, information, I, I would know. we have seen like would we think like that? Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I kind of base my expectations on their relationship around what it actually is. At this point, I don't even think neither one of them want to be married, but they still want to be with each other. That's what I kind of yeah, think. I don't even think Emily's even. I, that's I, their prerogative. Hey. And 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 I think the more and more that we really talk about it, and it makes me think too. It's just like all right, you really have some people who might not want to get. Married, but that might be for Fed, right? Mm -hmm. And for Emily, Emily probably wants to be married, but she probably just got rid of that dream for the sake of who he is. Yeah, for who he is, and just like settling for what it is. You know, we're not going to get married, but I'm still. I don't think Emily him. had the strength to leave, unfortunately, for her. Because it's like what I, I I look at it more so like what is she really gonna do you know because you really have some women out here who like depend solely on their significant other like on what they're doing you know yeah. we we don't really know Emily known for anything as far as like her being an entrepreneur or not even that just like just random that yeah and love hip hop. Yeah, so it's just like, what else do you have your own business? I, something to where, like, you would feel comfortable enough to, if y'all separated, you're like, I'm good, you know? I'm sure there's a lot more to it, though, for her yeah. psychologically, I think. Um, but I just, I wish them well. Yeah, but congrats on the new baby. Yeah, congrats yeah. to them, yeah. um, you know, bringing out a, a, a healthy sure. baby, mm -hmm. so... Look forward to another mixtape. That's a whole fact. Mm -hmm. Despite and now this is this is glad you brought that up because despite Fab's toxic behavior that has been displayed, I still like his music. Yeah. Why, so, we, uh, why would you like his music? No, because people don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen. I'm sorry, not just like, but listen to his music. You know how people are Kelly like they don't listen to his really. music because of what he's done. All right, it's a it's a huge. You can't even mention yeah, yeah, Robert. Yeah. Like Robert was out here. Sleeping and pissing on young girls, fab and domestic violence. A lot I, of women who've been in very have been in abusive physical physical abuse and experienced in. I mean, yeah, from that from that aspect, violence, okay, it's very yeah. Serious, I yes. mean, yeah, I, I definitely from, See, a lot from of that women point of, die. Yeah, from that aspect, I get it. I understand. So you do lose. So a why do we cancel of cancel fab the same way we cancel Robert Kelly? Uh, I mean, just saying. People buy his shows. Mm. I, I yeah. can I can explain that, but I I'm not going to because I don't <laughs> even want to open up that can of worms real quick. You're right. Okay. But that's it for what we mix no, it up. I have one more thing. We didn't talk about power. I don't know if people have been watching Power Puss too. Oh, you want? All right. I mean, I, I know it's episode two, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. But what do y'all think? Yeah. I like it. I rocks with it. I like, like it a lot. It. I rocks with it. Okay, we had a I'm, lot of like. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'll I'll wait. I'll really wait to determine like once this first season is over. But so far, so good. 
but I feel as though like I'm liking the direction it's hitting and for me I feel as though so far but like I said I'm waiting to make this judgment but right now I'm liking it better than last season and the season before that yeah I can agree with that some people are just like, oh, we still need ghosts. They won't accept a ghost of that. Ghost That's what I was about, about to say that. I know a lot of people that are not over the fact that ghost is gone. Like, yeah. they can't. They they refuse to even give the new season a chance. And I'm right. like, it's crazy because I'm like. People don't sh- know how to grieve. Yeah, I'm like, bro, <laughs> people don't know how to grieve. But I'm like, bro, the show is good. Like, I'm yeah. like, they like the show with ghosts. So they take away ghosts. You like the show with ghosts, but ghosts wasn't the reason why you liked the show. So it's the same show, mm-hmm. just minus a character. Right. So why are you convincing yourself that it's not going to be good? Yeah. And then I'm like, I've seen it, and you missing out because it's great. First of all, Tariq is his daddy's son. Like that boy is just like his pop. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he's saying or nobody else saying. That boy is just like his pop. That's a whole fact. I think his acting skills have completely improved. I and think my favorite, yes, yeah, um, definitely. My favorite scene of the episode. I mean, somebody hopefully they seen it, but if they didn't, oh well. Um, yeah, when he checked, right. he got out the car and Kane thought he was going to check him. Tyreek was like, oh, "Don't you ain't trying to scare me, bro?" Like, you know, like, I, 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 I think I think that was the only time where I smirked and I was like, "All right, Tariq, yeah. I see you, yeah. bro. I see you." Right. But then after, but then afterwards, I started thinking about all the th- shit he did. I was just I like, "All right, well, see, okay, get in the my, car." My, my take with Tyreek is, um, I didn't again. I didn't mind that ghost died. I, I didn't right. want to see him as a politician, and I thought that the whole trying to get out the game was getting a little stale. So I felt like his character had to die, but I didn't like that Tyreek did it. I thought it was a little bit forced. Not until I heard his eulogy. When I heard his eulogy and just the whole episode when he talked to the uncle and everything, made me realize that Tyreek was really in the dark and he was misguided and he really did not know who his father was. So he made a lot of poor choices just because he just didn't know. And I think as the season develops, I, I believe Tyreek will learn more about ghosts and start showing some remorse and guilt. So it made a little bit more sense to me after hearing his eulogy. It was a really good eulogy. I wasn't expecting Nah, man. His his eulogy actually just came from the fact that he was um, discussing a book with, uh, what's what's the white guy's name? Uh, Um, Stern. Stern. Yeah, Yeah, Stern. Because he was comparing the character in the book. So but, it made, just, but it really made perfect sense to his life, though. Like, if you really I mean, to yeah, it, but it, it worked. But for me, uh, I listen, I, I feel as though, like, everyone was really trying to talk to him about his pops. Even in the last season, um, Tommy. Tommy was trying to get into his head. Like, yo, like this he is... was misguided, especially if he had um, Kanan, you know, his ear and all that. Like, he was very misguided. Yeah, I think he's he... trying to find his way he learned this it. season. He's learning a lot about life. He's learning a lot about himself. And he's learning a lot about his father, possibly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and, and I think he's he's he used the book to, like, I think that's like his niche. Like even uh, what's the what's the lady name? Like the guidance counselor lady. She's like uh, Carrie. Yeah, she's looking at him like. What's up with her? Role? You got what's some. She she looking at him like you got. She's some a sex addict. I think. She's a sex addict. <laughs> I think she <laughs> wants. No, those. you laughing? See, no, that's really why she got a sponsor. Yeah. Like a love sex addict. Yeah. Hey. I I, I ain't gonna front. I be feeling like she be low key want to throw throw my man's Tariq. That's what I think too. That's what's going on with her though. She, she's. I just know, I just know that she sees something deeper in Tariq, and I feel like that's some of the stuff that we're gonna see develop. Like we don't know 
we know who he is in relation to Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But while Ghost and all of the stuff was going on with Ghost, we didn't see too much character development with Tariq because, right. you know, he wasn't a focal point until, like, later on, we seen him do a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. All we seen was the stupid stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we seen the result. He ended up killing the character that we, you know, that everybody loved. Mm-hmm. And now we seeing, like, the results of what... Because I, I realized a lot of where Ghost lacked was, like, Ghost did a lot of selfish stuff, but for the right reason, which is kind of like the point of the books that the book that he's mm-hmm. reading. And I think he's gonna realize that, like you know, he was trying to help him out, put him in a better spot or whatever. That's like what that. I think. When I he think left so. him dark in so many places, he should not have left him dark in. Because yeah. Tariq is so smart, he would have understood. What mm-hmm. do y'all think about Meth character, Mary J character? Personally, um, I love Method Man's character. I like him as David Smith McQueen. Yeah, listen, I like I'm him just, as that. Yeah, like, Mary like, got the look. Her I'm gonna just listen. Get, it's all right, but I'm gonna come out and say I'm gonna come out and say it. I just want them to perform their song together. I know we're not going to. I peeped. I'm like, they got Mary J and Method yeah. on the show. We yeah. got them all together. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Like, I, like. I agree with you on it. Um, as far as like her acting with, as as far as being like this serious. Um, she got the look, pen. right? She has a look. Yeah, you know, like this this serious. Queen pen mob type attitude. Yeah. It's a little. Uh, we won't wait. I think it's early, yeah. so I'm not gonna give her a chance. Right. But she definitely got to look the acting a little subpar, but Meth, I do like as, as yeah. a lawyer. And I do like that they're able to like bring in a lot of the older characters, like especially mm-hmm. this episode. We've been seeing, what's her name? The, the sergeant. Oh, yeah. Um, you just yeah. Uh, yes. Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas, all of them. So I think they're. I hate they're... her voice. So you know, I got annoyed <laughs> even when she just walked into the room. Right. Um, <laughs> I like how they tied them all in, and we can still yeah. see the characters support the new character. So I really like Power Book too, and I think for people who didn't give it a chance, definitely give it a chance. Right. Any predictions for this season? In regards to other than Tyree finding more out about ghosts, which I think will happen. Yeah. yeah. Just, just regards to whatever. I feel like I feel like um, I feel like his white boy. Uh, his quote unquote friend, I feel like he's going to I I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Um only because he knew what went down with the girl last season. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though he's trying to really get in on Tariq's business so he could either like rat him out or try to get him. It's something, but I, I, I just, I, I don't trust him. I think about him. I had more questions about the family and now that like Kane seeing the police officer that, mm-hmm. that was that pulled up and he's probably mm-hmm. wondering what's really going on? Like, why is yeah. there no cop here? So right. I think that, that had some questions there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's only episode two, so I'm just, you just gotta see. Yeah. Gotta stay I predict that Tariq is gonna find more out about his mom and it's gonna rub him the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it it may happen after she gets out of jail because I do think she's gonna get out of jail. I also predict that this his his friend white boy. Yeah. I think that because Tariq, like I keep saying, that's Ghost son. He's gonna notice something about him. He's gonna put the boy in a position where even if he tried to like cross him the wrong way, he can't yeah. because we don't. I don't know who he knows yet. Mm-hmm. White boy, I don't know who he because they go to the same school, so I'm sure they know some. He got some political connections somewhere. Not, not yeah. literally political, but he got some kind of connections, especially if he knew about the girl because Tariq did reach back out to her mm-hmm. and she did him wrong. So I think he's he going 
he gonna have some like leverage over everybody somehow, some way. Yeah. yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna see some though. Definitely gonna see, man. But I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to the season for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But uh, is that it, Miss mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. Therapist? Before yeah. we turn things over, Shot Town's finest. Yes. Carlton, you did because you already know. Episode twenty three, MJ episode. We got the shop talk going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some. We got some. So, so, so check this out, right? Because I, I got some new equipment too. You know, just, just for, just to make sure that when I'm keeping the clippers to them heads and my ears to them streets, ears to these streets, clippers to these heads, mm-hmm. back and forth, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, we, we getting right. Yeah. So shout out to the new equipment, cause. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is your boy Chris. This is your boy Chris. It's no undefeated. Never undefeated. Hall of Fame. But but check this out, right? Because this is one of the things that I noticed. I had to bring up this conversation. Mm-hmm. So we know um, the NFL season just started. You know, uh, for some reason, the college football season just started also. Mm-hmm. And um, if y'all remember the first game of the season, you know, it was the Texans versus the Chiefs. Right. And it was like a situation before. Y'all remember when they was doing the anthem and they did the lift every voice and sing. They did the regular national anthem. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The, the Texans didn't come out until it was over and they got booed. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like some controversy about that, you know, because I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was surprised. I'm sure y'all wasn't surprised that they got booed for that. I, I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And. From what's been going on, do y'all, do y'all think that a lot of the stuff happened like with them locking arms and like taking knees or not taking knees and standing with their fist in the air or something like that? How do how do like how do y'all feel about that? Like, is it do you think it's performative? Do you think that they're doing it for the right reasons? Do you think some people playing defense or do you think like it's working now? Do you think it's too little, too late? Or um, I think I think it's I think it's one of those things where. It's kind of like everything that you just named, they're all like it, yeah. it all comes it's into one. It's, it's pretty much like a all of the above type of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because you really had folks who've really been down for the cause since it started. Um and you see certain folks who continue to do that, but they're still being blackballed. And even with um uh was it Roger Goodell <clears throat> acknowledging that you know, where they were wrong in their part, but yet you even had Kaepernick um, tweet about how Eric Reed is, is still fighting for what's going on, Man. and you all are supposed to be about this, but yet you're still blackballing him because he's not with the team right now. Right. So, um, and then you also have some who, I feel like they're still missing it because they still want to stand and show the respect to the flag, but it, it's like I, I, you're still missing it, type of thing. Like I understand you want to try to be there for your teammates, but also still show support. But it's kind of like you're still missing the big picture. Yeah, like standing, um, standing lock of arms, standing with yeah. the hands in the air. Um, so I think, and and again, I, I like you mentioned with this a little, it's too late. Um, and the reason being is because I think you they're all really trying to start this up now because so many people have been having so much to say about it. And you, yeah. I think you more so have a lot of players who are now coming out and actually like 
making their voices heard or even, um, you know, wearing shirts uh, to show some type of representation. But whereas, you know, with the NBA and the WNBA, they've been doing this, right? So this isn't new for them, you know? Um, So I think it's, it's almost like a... Oh well, y'all, y'all slowly lollygagging behind. Y'all should have been doing this, you know. Especially yeah. when you have a high percentage of African Americans who make majority of your league. Mm-hmm. What's like eighty five percent, something like that? Yeah, seventy five, something like that for the NFL. So, um, yeah, it, it it really all ties into one. Yeah, um, I think it's individualized. Just kind of add on. I do think some people are doing it for their own personal yeah. reasons. Yeah. I don't, and I think some people don't know what to do. I think they yeah. feel a bit confused. You know, because either which way you you do something is criticized, right? Yeah. So um, I think some people are trying to be cautious, but they're also trying to be supportive. Some people are just still lost and don't know what's going on. So I think it just is all like a combination of all that you just said. Yeah. So and the reason why the reason why I asked that and even said that is because I feel like um, I feel like it, it's almost like they need to have like a summary of what the real reasons that people doing stuff is and people need to refer to it anytime we see somebody doing anything else because I feel like a lot of the stuff that they doing to try to like stand in solidarity mm-hmm. is more on the team like the team atmosphere thing more than the standing for the justice of the actual cause mm-hmm. like alright I got so many teammates that want to kneel I got so many that want to stand in lock arms I got some that want to stand and hold their fists in the air so if we can come up with a comfortable medium for everybody then that'll be cool for the team and I feel like it needs to be that one person that was like that's cool for the team, but this is bigger than our team. Right. And I need y'all to constantly understand and remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I felt like, you know, you get in certain extremes. Like, they didn't even, the Texans didn't even come out. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I get that. Because, you know, forget all of that. You know, if that's the, if that's the case, some people going to get offended, some people not. Mm-hmm. I, I like people being offended just because it constantly shows the division that's that needs to be shown. Like yep. it's like we we need y'all to see this, and I feel like that's one of the things too. Where you know when people was trying to say sports is gonna be a distraction, mm-hmm. and there are people that want to be distracted. They want to be distracted. They was depending on sports to come back so that they can only be talking about sports and they won't have to see so much of this. You know what I'm saying? The stuff, our issues going on, and they can focus on sports. And now when you got people not coming out and you got people booing them, now they got they gonna talk about that. So yeah. that's it. Still ain't no hiding. And I like that, but I also I also brought this topic up too, because um, I thought about this, and it was fans in the stadium, mm-hmm. all in the stadiums. Yeah, we still in the global pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And the only, only reason I, I said this is because for one, that's a very easy fix. They booed them. You could have just been like, "Y'all can leave. Like, y'all don't even got to be here." Right. That was very easy. And then mm-hmm. I also brought this up because. Um, few months ago, my niece was crying her eyes out because she couldn't have a graduation. And people all over, all across the country graduating from college, people getting PhDs, high school, eighth grade, or whatever, they couldn't have graduations. And now we got 17,000 people sitting in the seats at these NFL stadiums. Right. I, that's just that's just a little odd to me. I, I don't... Is it though in the country we live in and what we prioritize? Capitalism. <laughs> it's been on my mind all day. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, that's why I'm not surprised. Into. That's what I was segue into, mm-hmm. and and I mean, I know that people need to make their money and all that, but it's just it's so blatant. 
And I feel like people not paying attention because that's why I brought up the college football thing too because they're not professional players. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't even be playing. Honestly, we got people that's not that's they can't even have class on campus. Yeah. But yet you depending on these players to go and practice and go to these games and play football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely agree. I know. I know there are a couple of. Like key star players from certain teams who actually opted out this yeah, season, yeah, and they're just going to uh, prepare themselves, you know, for for the draft for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I I get it. I honestly respect them in that aspect because um, it's just like why why risk you know my chances of either getting hurt or getting sick, yeah. and not even like getting better from this. Um, are you really going to do anything to help me get over this? Because we we all know, you know, they, they love you when you're out there performing, right? But once you, you know, get hurt or something goes down, so, how long are they really going to be there for you type of thing? They don't care. Yeah. So, they don't care. The same way these players is out there risking their literal lives mm-hmm. to play football yeah. because a lot of them – the situations aren't equal for every player. So some players is like, you know, I kind of was trying to make it to the NFL and I needed to do well enough this season to get a chance. Yeah. And if I miss this season, there goes my chance because a lot of NFL teams might be like, you know, not good enough or you might not make it or whatever. And because that was like one of the one of the, the arguing points. It's like, what do they do? And I was like, for what could be done, for what should be done, it's not going to happen. Like, they could easily just be like, all right, even if you graduate this year or something like that, we can just give y'all another extra year of eligibility or something to play if you can play next year or something just to try to get your spot, which is going to suck because, you know, that's a lot of people you got to bring back. Right. You got a lot more people that's going to be coming in, but at the same time, it's like, what do you do for people that's using, that's losing a whole year eligibility, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? How do the scouts look at it? Like, I know you was good enough last season, but you had to miss a year. Are you still good enough? It just sucks. And no matter what, they still just like, yeah, well, we don't even care. Just go out there and make our money. Mm-hmm. And y'all still not getting none of it. And I just I just kind of felt, of all of the leagues and all of the sports that restarted, I only felt some way about the college sports restarting. Like, the yeah. rest of them, I was just like, all right, you know. They're going to do what they're going to do. They figured mm-hmm. out ways, especially, shout out to the NBA bubble and the WNBA bubble, because that's what they call it, which is lit. But they, you know, they figured out a way. And I just, I just do not, I can't agree with this college college basketball season starting up. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and again, it, it's more so just for the simple fact that, like, they're still getting paid off these athletes and the yeah. athletes aren't really making anything for yeah. I mean, granted, they did... Um, Rule that, like, you know, college athletes can now profit off of, you know, endorsements or whatever is out there for them with their name on it. But it's just, of course, you know, these kids, it's, they're, like, conflicted. You know, they, they just either they want to get out there. You know, they've been playing this game yeah. since, since Pop Warner leagues, you know, and thinking about, all right, well, could this really affect my chance if I opt out this season? Could this affect my time, you know, and my stock of, you know, being a top 10 draft pick or a top five draft pick? And it's just like, I mean, I definitely get it. Because, again, especially if you 
if you had asthma or you know anything, any health anything. factors that could be affected by COVID, um, you you really have to take that into consideration. That's a fact. And since we pretty much on the topic of capitalism, because I want to use this as a segue, I, I I also feel like these colleges shouldn't be charging the same amount mm-hmm. of money because they I can't agree. go there like and right. I feel like that's I feel like the option to lower tuition and stuff I like agree. that for yeah. so many different reasons hasn't even crossed and my mind. And I mean I've mind. had clients who are telling me how much they're struggling with remote learning right now. People um, people lost jobs. They still forget we in a pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't even pay. Yeah. I agree with that. But did you really think that was going to happen? I don't even care about what I think would. I know what should happen. So anytime what should happen <laughs> doesn't happen, I'm going to feel some kind of way. As I, I agree with you on that. We, you know, we should feel some I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. I'm going to be surprised every single time because I'm not going to let them think this is normal by me not acting surprised for them mm-hmm. not doing the right thing ever. I can't ever go. That's that. It just don't make sense. So this country is founded on such the principles that this found this country oh, yeah, is founded yeah, yeah. on is like. Oh, yeah. And speaking of this country, because. This was also a part of my oh, shot man, talk. Oh, we're just getting all these segments. <laughs> I'm just hitting these points, right? Okay. I set it up perfectly because okay. we do have an election coming up. Yeah, we do. You know, shout out to Kid 6. What you telling these people out here they're going to do? Yo, get in the mix and go vote. We got, listen, you tell them to do that. And it's September. And I know y'all, well, maybe y'all been seeing on the news. They're talking about a possible COVID-19 vaccine that could be here by October-ish. Yeah. Like yeah, that. I've been seeing that. And at first, you know, a lot of people were like, Thank you. Finally, whatever. Now they're saying a lot of people are losing faith in this vaccine for whenever it may come, and they're losing faith in it because number forty-five is an idiot, so they don't trust it anymore. Mm-hmm. Even a lot of people that follow him, they like, I don't really trust it. It might not work. I kind of feel like y'all just trying to come up with something to try to make it look good for right. a late a late October push into November, yeah. so you can get some votes. Yeah, and you we might take this vaccine thing and it's gonna work and vote for you and then come December people getting sick again because it didn't work or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody who follows health news, I I do. It takes years for right. a vaccine to develop and in the studies of like testing and the safety and effectiveness, Man. it takes a lot of money and it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So for y'all to get a vaccine in a year. They don't even want to spend the money to get the vaccine. That's what I'm saying. And so let him try, and then we'll see how how he is. He the same one that. How do you know he actually gonna try it though? He probably gonna say he did it. He don't he even has... wear a mask. He right at all. He don't even wear a mask, and his followers don't think that they should wear a mask either. Their followers are pushing for everything to be Stupid. back to so the way things were pre-COVID. I'm just pushing for his followers to become smart people because they're stupid. <laughs> I agree. That's just that's oh, just a little far fetched there, but definitely that is, that's that's hopeful. That's very That's very what you, very what you always tell me I think like That's right. naive. That is very naive. <laughs> let, me, let me relax. I'm not expecting I was people. really gonna say a little more optimistic, but that's even I mean, farther. I mean, yeah, yeah, so you can say naive. That is, that is. I ain't use that word wrong there. We, <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> yes. Lord, that's oh not God. happening. And yeah. they and it's just like we know why he's doing it. And I I, I watched like some some joints on YouTube, it was like some doctors like Columbia from Columbia University and stuff. And they would just have like, it was probably like an hour and a half. And they were just talking about, it was old too. Like, mm-hmm. but they were just talking about the different forms of the coronavirus and stuff and the evolution of it. Cause they brought up like, you know, the swine flu, mm-hmm. the, uh, Ebola, you could like all of these different 
forms of like different foods. But they was talking about like the develop. They was talking about how like these viruses and stuff develop over the years and the things that they come up with to try to you know do away with them. And they were saying that because of that, um, they it's almost like they got a small leg up on coming up with the vaccine, but they didn't have enough of a leg up. And it's crazy because uh, former president, our president Barack Obama said this. In like 2014 or something like that, he was just like, you know, as much as we doing, we gotta do more mm-hmm. as far as like vaccine prevention. That's yeah. just like the smartest thing. Don't wait until yeah. the global pandemic happened and then try to come up with something when you mm-hmm. could have developments already in the making of something because it's inevitable. Everybody, all health officials, they've been saying for the longest, stuff like this is inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's, right, it's gonna happen. The yeah. best we can, the best thing we can do is just prepare for it. And we got this idiot who was like, eh, it ain't even here. We got we deal with it. Next thing you know, it hit immediately. And I thousands of people. Here, bro, future, yo. Why I feel like he gonna win the election again? I just I don't know why I feel that way. I do. It's I gonna really be like do. a movie. Like I really, really I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a movie or something that he did win and they turned this whole entire country upside down to get him up out of there. Cause I bro. know it's just so much stuff. It's so many levels of care in this country for the right and the wrong things mm-hmm. and they are all at war with each other because you got people like us that's fighting for the right things and you got the people up top even the ones that look like they should be fighting for the right things not fighting for the right things right. Mm-hmm. and I say that part to segue into another topic that I had to bring all up right. we, we for rolling. Shop Talk because uh, I don't know if y'all know about this but there was a shooting in LA in Compton at that okay and um, like two Los Angeles deputies got shot. I heard about that. Right. I did hear about that. And I, I think it was. That. I think it was caught on camera. It was rolling like in a white truck. They said that. It's like rolling. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And they they like tried to end both of them. Like the person that he wasn't trying to just shoot. He was trying to kill both of them. Right. And uh, part of me for not being able to feel uh, as sympathetic. Yes, for use the term. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Pardon me for not being able to feel that, because the two presidential candidates, right? Mm-hmm. They almost agreed, almost agreed, in the solution for how to deal with the person that attempted at these deputies' lives. You got the idiot, or the bigger idiot, the biggest idiot. He called for the death penalty. He said that you should get the death penalty, which I'm not surprised because, of course, he's going to say something like that. Cause right. Get it off your chest. Go ahead and say it. You're stupid. Then the other guy, he didn't say he should get the death penalty, but kind of. He was just like, you know, the full with the full brush of the law, they should just, like, you know, come down on him to the full extent yeah, of the law. Throw the book, huh? mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... You know, if it was in L.A., I think they still have capital murder and the death penalty in California. I don't do you think? I'm surprised they do I don't, in California. I know the most liberal Texas, state but, here. Oh, uh, damn it, damn it, damn it. Well, Kamala Harris was in California. She mm-hmm. was, which is a very big state to deal with. But I think that I think I don't think she she didn't go for the death penalty. I think they tried to get rid of it. But of course. Uh, 45 will say the stupid stuff he wanted to get it and the other guy's going to say well he shouldn't die but throw the book at him right. and right. even a lot of people and I know it's probably on y'all minds and hearing their reactions because it was on mine and even some of the police officers and what a, some people they were just like damn 
I feel you. You know, I'm not advocating for any kind of violence, but where was this energy when the police officers was killing the innocent black people? Right. The unarmed black people. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't call for the death penalty for the officers. Right. Y'all didn't call to throw the book at the officers. They never will. But right when somebody feels the need to retaliate mm-hmm. and do something like make an attempt on their lives, mm-hmm. and like, y'all oh. spoke quick, yeah, like, quickly, and y'all made a bold statement. The freaking the, the stupid orange guy with the bad toupee that he might be using as a mask sometimes said to death penalty. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, uh, Biden, like you supposed to? People buying the Sean right now. Man, yeah. Biden, and the crazy thing about Biden to me is the fact that I almost feel like part of his running strategy is to just say the opposite of whatever Trump said. I mean, I would do, even if you don't but believe it. He didn't in this situation. In this situation, you were the same person that was like, you ain't black. Don't vote. You don't vote for me, you ain't black. That, that, was, right. that was stupid. Though. And now you just said this. If you really want the black vote, you should have been like, yeah. That's you, you. You held it down, something like that. You know what I'm saying? But facts. But you just say something. what you said, bro. Like, yeah. Because I, I think he, understand. I think he felt like saying what you just said would not be good for him in this election. But Even saying what he did say is also not good for him. But in what this do you election. think is going to be worse? The the the, the consequence. I think what he said is actually worse, because what I think he should have said was more so on the lines of, "I'm not condoning any kind of violence, but I understand." why this person felt the need to do something like that. I don't think he should have done it, but what do you expect people to do when we're constantly seeing these same kinds of attempts on their lives? I mean, it sounds great. Don't get me wrong. It sounds like the right thing to say, but I don't think considering, even just outside of the black vote, you still have a lot of very, like even liberal, white liberals who would agree with Donald Trump in this case. And this is why I don't like politics. That's what I'm saying. I don't care nothing about how many of your supporters believe in what we know was right. We know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're not siding on the side of whatever's right, I don't care what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And by yeah, politics, you know it go that I way. know, and that's why that's why I'm just like, bro. Because Biden would have said that. Biden Biden could have he he was supposed to show that. Like we 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 know you're not blind to what's been going on in the country the past few months. Mm-hmm. For you to say something like that is like, dog, you see how dense that is to our issues, but you pretty much have to be the spokesperson for it right now. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. we all looking at him like we know you're not the we we know you're not really the guy that can get stuff done, but we need you more than we need this guy. So we gonna press certain issues on you, and we are gonna hold you accountable for it. And you acting like you want to be on our side. Understand? So understand that. Like don't don't call for them to throw the book at my man's because you didn't call for that. On the contrary, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It would make more sense if they kept that energy on both sides. But they didn't. You got one dude that kind of uh, sympathized with the dude that shot the people at the protest the, at the protest mm-hmm. in uh, in Wisconsin, and then you got another guy that's supposed to be on the, the other side, and he's just like, "Yeah, don't don't kill him, throw the book at him." And in his eyes, he's like, "Well, I didn't technically agree with the orange guy." You know what I'm saying? So hey, and it's like that's the straddling the fence stuff, bro. Ain't no straddling the fence. Yeah. Ain't no room for that right now. Mm-hmm. You wild. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm going to make sure I keep my ears to these streets because they still talking as we approach this election day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep this clipping to these heads too. And hold it down.
It was a good shop talk. Mm-hmm. That was a good shop talk. I like that right there, man. As we as we segue into different topics, I like that. I like that. So you know, we're gonna segue right into um, the whose man's is this? And of course, you know when we segue into that, we always gotta rock out. Shout out to Traff Q. few folks to to bless this week for whose man's is this uh would you like to do the honors of blessing our first person with the whose man's is this oh yeah skip yeah that's what i was gonna say all right so we definitely go and bless uh skip bayless with a whose man's is this uh that's a that's a whole fact all right yeah come on man do better out here skip yeah hey whose man's is this See, you, you said you wanted to bless somebody with a whose yeah, man's is this got, too, right? I got a good whose man's is this. Okay. Oh, man. It is with great disappointment that I have to give former Chicago Bear, Brian Erlacher, a whose man's is this. Mm-hmm. You got to get one. You got to get one. Hey, whose man's is this? You see? Oh, man, is this? I was a fan of Brian Erlacher. For was keyword. I was I was a fan of his because he was a good football player. Yeah, he you know was. He he was yeah. very loyal to the Chicago Bears. Was at this point you stopped being a fan? Oh yeah, yeah, I stopped being because he <laughs> he didn't open his mouth and, and do anything for me to look at him as anything otherwise. Okay. I didn't care right. Too much. I'm just like you know he was a good football player. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like he was such a great Bear because even when he decided to retire, it was because the Bears didn't want to give him another contract. And he said, I don't want to play for any other org but Chicago, so I'm gonna retire before I go play somewhere else. I said, you know what? That's a hell of a bear. <laughs> and now I really wish I kind of figured he might have retired because his CTE kind of kicking in because you're saying stupid stuff. And mm-hmm. why would you sign? First of all, you made it seem like, um, what was my, I can't even remember. It's, it's so many names of think like people that are victims to this police stuff that are black. I can't even always remember the names. He got shot seven times in his back. He made it seem like he was a criminal. Mm-hmm. He said he was like he like he was uh, a right. sexual predator, something on the run from the police, and they shot him. Yeah. So now we see that you don't care that he got shot, and you have no sympathy for him, and you don't see it, but we see it. You were extremely wrong and mm-hmm. extremely stupid, but also even more than that, not even not even more than that, not even more than that. But he's set tripping too, just because you brought up Brett Favre. He's a Chicago Bear, right? Right. The Packers are the ops, right? Forever. And you brought up some Brett Favre stuff to even try to explain your point. Now you look stupid from every angle that I felt like I could have respected you. As a Bears player, I can't even respect you no more. And as a person, I can't even respect you no more. But I'm not too surprised, though, because he's still a white. And he got CTE. He might need another Who's Man's Is This. Yeah, he got to get a hey, who is this? double one. Good Lord. Oh, man, is this? Let you down, huh? Yeah, let me down. Cool. Um, we, uh, I, I feel like I feel like I want to um, 
I feel like I kind of want to bless Braun with a whose man's is this because he he, he has to get Bronny Jr. out of the sunken place ASAP, right? I know you saw the video him with the him with the white girl and they did the little TikTok little um, twisted bop it little joint. And it's just like all right, bro, like it. Have my man's around some black women out here, okay? And you know what's crazy about that? Him and his wife just celebrated their anniversary. Shout out to LeBron and Savannah James. Come on, man. Just, you know, come on. Get him out of there. Take him to the hood. He needs a Savannah, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Not a, not a care in the making. Uh, come on. Come on. Hey, who man. is this? Before we close out, do we have any more Whose Man's Is This? I don't have any Whose Man's Is This. Any, any, all right, cool. Well, listen, man, this was this was episode 23. Oh, wait, one more thing. Oh, it's not a Whose Man's Is This. Okay. But I'm going to mention it since the therapist didn't mention it. Oh, wait, what? But uh, a certain guy celebrated a birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. How can I forget? Nah, you forgot. You forgot. You forgot. Nah, he, nah, he about to give you a who's Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, because you a fraud. You because a fraud. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. It, it was, was September 14th. Okay, it was yesterday. You don't even know this. I said it was yesterday. It was the 14th. Yeah. 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 Because I had a Jabari is a friend. I don't even know how we friends. Jungle? Yes. You should call him by his real name and you don't even remember his real birthday. <laughs> I know, because right. I seen posts a picture of him and Nas just sporting and I don't I had even to, know I what I had to bring it up then. because that morning I woke up and I was just feeling like, damn, I need to listen to Life is Good today. And I played Life is Good and I'm yeah. like, oh, that was my 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 Illmatic senses kicking in. That That's it was something today, and it was it was it was his G day. Shout out to Nas and all the Nah, don't try to shout him out now. Don't shout him out now. But listen, man, before before we close out, actually, because we actually have uh, someone on the team who is celebrating their birthday next week. She will be. Uh, this is a milestone year. She'll be forty. So shout out to the therapist. Um, she'll be forty next week. So the big four o. The big four o. So you want to drop your cash app so Yo, people can cash app you? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. All right, man. Listen, so she, you know, she's accepting all love next week. But yeah, man, we. You I'm know. not gonna be as extra, y'all, like I was last year. All right, good. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> nah, man. I don't make was... y'all wear no no um, birthday hats. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, but this was episode twenty three, mm-hmm. MJ episode, yeah. shop talk episode. It's your big dog K6. Shot Town's finest Carlton, your digga, your girl Leah, aka Blank Man Therapist. And always behind the scenes holding things down, your girl so effing classy. Until next time, we are out of here, folks. And always remember get in the mix and vote.